Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 89, Part B, is entitled The War in Heaven versus the Battle of Armageddon and Gog and Magog as seen by John the Revelator. We learned from the previous podcast that the beast mentioned in Revelation refers to both Lucifer, who led the war in heaven against Christ, and his followers, and Satan, the earthly name for Lucifer, who leads to the war on earth against Christ and his followers. John speaks of earthly kingdoms who perhaps unknowingly carry on the war in heaven by trying to destroy those who keep the commandments of God and who believe in Christ. We learn that Satan is behind all evil, and though man may not know it, if he fights against God, he is a slave to Satan. Mankind creates secret societies and conspiracies among peoples and nations to overthrow governments, to enslave man, and to rule the world. But the really great conspirator is Satan who reigns in the hearts of evil men. If you want to know who the beast is, it is Satan and everyone else who fights against God, who fights against Christ, who fights against the children of Christ, who fights against freedom, liberty, agency, and free will. There have been beasts in every age, but none so fierce as those in these last days, because never has there been such means of world domination. Nuclear power, one world government, new world order, satellites, internet, one banking system, artificial intelligence, and above all, an effort uniting the world that wants to destroy the saints of God. Conspiracy is where the beast is. Whatever language he speaks, whatever colors he wears, whatever religion he proclaims. The beast is Antichrist and dwells in the hearts of other Antichrists who wish to overthrow the kingdom of God on earth, just as he tried to overthrow the kingdom of God in heaven. Listen to the words of Isaiah. Isaiah fourteen twelve through 22 How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee, and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness, and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory, every one in his own house, but thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch and as a remnant of those that are slain, thrust through with the sword, that go down to the stones of the pit, as a carcass trodden under feet. 
Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of the evildoer shall never be renowned. Prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their fathers, that they do not rise nor possess the land, nor fill the face of the world with cities. For I will rise up against them, saith the Lord of hosts, and cut off from Babylon the name and remnant and son and nephew, saith the Lord. Just as the war in heaven was led by Lucifer, the wars of Armageddon and Gog and Magog on earth are led by Satan. Satan is their God, though they don't know it. That is one of the primary messages of the book of Revelation. The beast described the visible world of nations warring against nations. John the Revelator, however, describes the invisible world where Satan rules with gigantic power. Those who follow Satan are ruled by Satan but don't know they are his slaves. The battle that began in heaven continues on earth. Lucifer, whose name in heaven was the Shining One, became Satan, Prince of Darkness. He now has many names. But from an angel of light, he became a demon of darkness, and his entire mission on earth is the same as it was in heaven, to destroy Christ and the followers of Christ. The beasts, which represent corrupt nations, are not aware that they are followers of Satan. John makes it clear that they are under the power of Satan. But John also makes it clear who they are fighting and who will win. Just as the followers of Christ won the first battle against Lucifer, which was fought in heaven, they will also win the last battle against Satan, which will be fought on earth. But one thing is clear. The battle against Christianity is going to heat up, and it will polarize the world. Atheism is increasing even in the United States and in many other countries that were once dominated by Christianity. Christian churches were being attacked and desecrated. We see in America today an organized effort to destroy Christianity, even from high levels of government. John also teaches us that the tactics of the war against Satan have not changed. Only man is allowed to take human life through agency. All murder is inspired by Satan, but carried out by man. In fact, in the Garden of Eden, God placed severe limitations upon Satan's power. Genesis three fourteen through 15 And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Satan is barred from taking human life. The image of bruising man's heel means that he may cripple man, but he cannot take his life. We're also taught that in the book of Job. The message of John the Revelator is that Satan is behind all evil, and those who commit evil are voluntarily under the power of Satan. Satan is allowed to come to earth to tempt man in order for man to have agency. Only by being enticed by Christ, who is the author of all good, and by being enticed by Satan, who is the author of all evil, can we have agency. Man fights man with every weapon he can, even weapons of mass destruction. The war against Satan, however, is on another level. Revelation twelve ten through 11 And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. 
For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Notice that the only way one can fight against Satan is by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. That is how the war against Lucifer in heaven was fought, and that is the only way that the war against Satan on earth can be fought today, not by contention, not by swords or guns or bombs or missiles, but by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Paul warns us, Ephesians six twelve, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. John's emphasis is that Satan is behind all evil. Revelation twelve twelve through 13 Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. Therefore the war in heaven is continued on earth in the same way. Revelation 12:17 And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Again, let me repeat that the weapons we are supposed to use are faith and testimony, not guns and bombs. Those who fight the battle of Armageddon and Gog and Magog are inspired by Satan to destroy the earth. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. This is reinforced in Revelation fourteen six through 7 And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters. Shortly after that, as explained in Revelation 16, Babylon falls and symbolizes the world in all of its wickedness. That is when Armageddon occurs and God lets his wrath fall down on the armies. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth. So mighty an earthquake, and so great, and there fell upon men great hell out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hell, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. A talent weighs 60 pounds. That sounds very much like modern warfare, using bombs and missiles. John is not describing an ice storm of sleet or hell. He is describing nuclear war. But notice how the saints are supposed to fight. Revelation 14, 14 through 15. And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle, and another angel came out of the temple, 
crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. We are to love our enemies and to preach the gospel of peace, of Christ, of love, patience, and long-suffering. After the battle, as told in Revelation 20, Satan is bound. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled and after that he must be loosed a little season. And after the thousand years, the final battle of Gog and Magog is fought. The numbers are compared to the sands of the sea. God destroys the armies. And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sands of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Satan and his followers are cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then comes the final judgment. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. The righteous, however, will have unspeakable glory. Revelation 21 And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, For these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. 
I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. When the battle is over, just as Satan and the third part who followed him were cast out of heaven because they fought against the Lamb, those same angels will be chained a thousand years, and after the final battle will be bound forever in outer darkness. In the final battle, however, not only will the angels of Satan be barred from God's presence eternally, so will those who join Satan to fight against Christ at the end of the world. In the end, those who remain faithful to Christ win. John ends the book of Revelation with the following extraordinary vision. Revelation 22 And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruits every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign for ever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true, and the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servant the things which must shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. The battles will occur as prophesied by John. The persecution against Christians will increase, and it will become a trial of our faith. But the one thing that is clear, Christ and his followers win. The battle will polarize the earth, and as with Joshua, we must choose whom we will serve. Let us all say with Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.